Welcome to the Project Unchained podcast, where my special guests and I help you break free from the chains that hold you back from life's greatest experiences. The goal of this podcast is to educate people on self-care modalities that can and will improve your life if you commit to doing them. An effective self-care regimen is the single most important thing you can do for yourself to have a more extraordinary life experience. I'm your host, Ross Lepola, and I've spent the past several years of my life on a journey of healing and self-care after living many years chained down by my own limiting thoughts and beliefs. Now, I'm here to share what I have learned and to empower you to break free from the chains that hold you back from your unlimited potential. Let's get unchained. When you were lost in the woods, you were misunderstood by everyone, everyone. You were searching for words, but they came out absurd. And no one heard you, no one heard you speak your mind. They lost the This show is brought to you by The Belonging Blueprint. A strong sense of belonging is imperative to cultivating a life of joy, fulfillment, and purpose. With a strong sense of belonging, you will have the confidence it takes to do and create your life on your terms. It's time for you to break free from your self-limiting thoughts, your insecure thought patterns, and the social conditioning that keeps you from living your most authentic life. The Belonging Blueprint is a self-development course that has been designed to help you create the deepest sense of belonging within yourself. Guided along the way by myself, Ross Lepola, you will grow to a place that leaves you empowered to experience life on your terms. You can join me and others in a private community that will support you on your journey of personal growth and development. To get more information and to enroll, you can click the link in the show notes. You belong here. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Project Unchained podcast. I'm your host, Ross Lepola, and I'm super grateful for you to join me here today. As always, I'm really enjoying this process. I've had a lot of really good conversations recently with several different audience members, and I super enjoy and appreciate getting to chat and connect with those of you who are who are tuning in and listening. The conversations are, are always really great, and I, I enjoy having those conversations with you. So don't hesitate to reach out if you haven't. So I've jammed on a few episodes now that have had some various substance abuse issues with different people. I had my friend Ashley Will on, and she shared with us her struggles and triumphs over in episode 30. If you haven't checked that out yet, I'd recommend it. It's worth listening to. She's got a a great story, and it's really cool to see where she's grown to. She's doing great things now, and it's really exciting. It's super awesome for her. I'm I'm really happy for her. Then there was the really emotionally challenging episode with my sister in episode 33, and she got really vulnerable and shared about the years where she struggled with prescription medications, ox- oxytocins, and then that led her to the heroin road where she OD'd, and that was, you know, really scary to think that I almost lost my sister, uh, and I'm grateful that she was able to get the help she needed and now even super pumped and proud of her that she's really grown to a place where she's triumphed over that and triumphed over those demons into her head to the point where she is now a drug and alcohol counselor. That's really amazing. And then my most recent episode, 
I had my friend John Allen Reese on in episode 36, where he shared about his son's struggles and death with substance abuse, heroin. He died from a heroin overdose. And, you know, that's something I can't even imagine what that's like to deal with. And I'm really grateful that my mom and dad and my family didn't have to have that same experience from when my sister was in in her struggles. And I've been thinking about some of those episodes and thinking about some of those conversations and thinking about, you know, my life. And there's something that many people who struggle with substance abuse talk about. There's this, uh, there's a commonality there. There's something that we have in common that many of us have in common that I know I had in common very much so. And I I think it's a, a common issue that we see as a society. And it's, it's tough to, and while many of us might have this in common, I think it's it, one of the things that I really liked how John put it is that having a substance abuse issue is not a moral problem. So try not to get caught up in this comparison from a moral standpoint of something that we might have in common with someone who struggles with substance abuse. Because at the end of the day, it's all about avoidance, suppression, distraction, distraction, numbing it out. Like there's something that we're not able to express, right? Not being able to express what's alive inside of us. We're, we're avoiding things. This can be a pain or a hurt about something. And when we can't express it, what do we do? Right? If we can't express it, we often find ways to numb it out. We avoid it and, dist- and distract ourselves from it. And one of the things that I look at is that suppression. That suppression is depression. We can't avoid those things. So guess what, though? It doesn't have to look as extreme as substance abuse. What are you consuming that you aren't fully consciously doing? What are you hooked into that you cannot stop? I think about stuff that I used to have in my life a lot of times, video games, TV shows, sports. All those things involve consuming something outside of us. It involves somebody else's story or dream. We're we're watching all these movies. We're watching all these uh, game shows, video games, whatever. I spent so much of my time consuming football, watching other people live out their dreams and their glory. I mean, even even when life was good, I, I think about uh, how much time I spent at watching football. It was <laughs> there. There was no shortage of a lot of time spent watching football. And this past year, I, I decided to turn it off. I watched maybe two or three games or so compared to like multiple hours of multiple hours of football every Sunday. And that gave me a huge chunk of my time, a huge chunk of my life back. And so when we think of the things that we give our time to and our focus and attention to, like that is an energetic exchange. That is a, a exchange of goods or services rather, whatever you want to call it, but it's an exchange. And that time is way more valuable than, than a lot of other things. Like one of the things that pushed me to that road was, you know, similar to how I looked a, f- a few years back and I was reflecting on that when I made this choice prior to the start of the, that football season. So a few years back when I, when I started this healing journey, I realized my TV was always on. 
I mean, there was times even when I wasn't watching it that it was still on. And there's almost like there was the need for that background noise, that the need for for something. And I look at it as, well, that was a mind-numbing distraction, right? Even if I wasn't watching it, I had to have it on. And I suppose it's akin to not wanting to be alone with my thoughts. And if there's that noise in the background, it's distracting me from my thoughts. And I mean, think about it. If And when we're not just using it as noise in the background and we're sitting there watching the show or the movie or something, what we're doing in that moment is we're watching other people living life instead of us living our own fucking life. We're literally watching other people live life. So at that point, I, I canceled my satellite subscription the next day and I started to consume more books and things to expand my mind. And as I think about it, the thing is, is that life is rarely static. It's not ever really still. There's always some kind of motion going on. So that leaves us in two possible states for our minds. Our minds are either going to be contracting or expanding. It's not going to be static. So what are you doing? What are you doing to expand your mind? What are you doing to contract your mind? What's happening? Be aware of your life. Be aware of what's going on and the things that are you're doing and consuming and how they add or detract from the expansion of your mind. So I look at like contraction will occur with that avoidance and that distraction. And a lot of those things, they're, they're contraction as well because it, they lack consciousness. It's almost like you end up doing it and you're not even, you're not even present you know, you turn the movie on and you just go into another world. You turn the video games on and you go into another world. I, I definitely went into another world when I play video games because there's times where I would start playing and look at the clock and it's like, holy shit, I just, it's, you know, midnight, one o'clock and I got to be up. I'm supposed to be up and go to work in the morning. Like I, I would just lose all track of time. I would lose where I was in the world. And so it also lacks the consciousness because a lot of times we do those things because it's a pattern. It's just something that we're so used to doing and we're so ingrained to doing that we just do it without choosing, actively choosing to do it. You know, it's like if you've ever been by a farm, you can see that the cattle, they walk the same path across the field almost all the time. And that's where they get that worn path. We're not meant to be so fucking mindless. That's not what we're intended to do. That's not what our capacity is and we get conditioned into the realm of being if you call that being right like you just get conditioned to this point where oh well, you know how many tvs do you have in your house everybody like i remember there was a there was a time where everybody well at least in my family we all had our own tvs in our room like is that necessary it seemed like a necessary thing when i was a kid but as i reflect on it now it's like dang what is the point of having a TV in every room? Do we really, we can't get away from it? I mean, that's that's not really, to me, doesn't really seem like it's going to be all that healthy. And that avoidance and distraction, what does that do? What What does that really do? It's taking us from having the relationship with ourselves. It's taking us from being connected to ourselves. And knowing and understanding what our thoughts are, what our emotions are, what our feelings are, and we just numb it out. We distract ourselves from it. And like I say, a lot of times we 
do that because we don't know how to deal with something. So we don't know how to deal with something that's hard. So we try to just make it go away rather than facing it and trying to learn from it. When we face that something and we try and learn from it, that's when we can have that growth and expansion. You know, and I mean, that's a lot of the point of this show. That's a lot of the point of this podcast is to to try and find ways and things and tools that can help us expand the state of our minds, help us elevate our consciousness, help us understand and reframe what a past trauma served us, how it may have served us. If we reframe it to something that happened for us rather than something that happened to us, we can turn some of that around into something that and into a a different story instead of it being a story that pushes us down it can be a story that propels us forward but we can't do that if we're constantly distracted we can't do that if we're not present in our life and we don't understand what's going on in our minds we have to turn the noise down in life we have to turn the tv off we have to turn the sports off we have to turn the video games off we have to learn to be able to sit with ourselves and our thoughts for a moment or moments more regularly. That's been a, a huge benefit to, to my journey, is to, to learn to grow to a place where I can, I can sit still. You know, I, I think about it like driving Rosalie to school. And there's times where we can, we can make the drive and not have to turn music on. Let's, let's have a conversation. Can you hold a conversation with a five-year-old or a six-year-old? Like, it, it can be challenging. But it's also a really good exercise in being present, too. And not having to have something to distract you from from your thoughts, you know, speak your thoughts, talk with them. You, you'd be amazed at what uh, what kind of cool conversations you can really, really generate. I know when I can drop into that space and I can have those conversations with Rosalie, man, I'm, I'm blown away sometimes at the things that come out of her mouth, the things that she says. It's really, it's really fucking cool. So we have to stop all this avoidance and distraction. We have to stop consuming other people's lives. And we have to start being present in our own lives and being present in our own thoughts and our own minds and our own feelings and our own bodies so that we can be expansive and moving forward rather than allowing ourselves to contract and be less than. I don't know about y'all out there listening, but I know I'm sick and tired of I grew to the point where I was sick and tired of not being what I'm capable of being and not doing what I'm capable of doing and not learning what I'm capable of learning. Like we are so much more capable than we give ourselves credit, but we're not going to be capable if we're constantly avoiding and distract. Like I think about it with with the podcast, right? I never, I never produced a podcast. I never really edited an audio file before. I had to learn that shit. I don't have... I'm not paying anybody to do this for me, and I've made a lot of mistakes along the way, but I've also learned a lot of really cool stuff along the way. And it's stuff that I can look at and be like, you know what, Ross? I'm I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of what you've done. And like, there's not a better feeling in the world than when we can get to that point where we can internally validate ourselves and we don't have to necessarily do it for the appraisal and approval of other people. Damn, that's so good. Like, Ooh, I I struggled for so many years constantly seeking validation outside of myself. And it is so fucking amazing to be able to validate myself for myself. And I don't need anybody else to do that for me. But 
we can't figure out how to do that if we're constantly avoiding ourselves and avoiding our feelings and, and distracting ourselves from our life. Like, we have to be present with ourselves. The most important relationship that we'll ever have is the one with ourselves. But we can't have it if we're constantly avoiding ourselves and distracting ourselves. So the tool challenge that I have for you all today, I want you to audit yourself, specifically the time you spend consuming. What are you consuming? Your TV shows, social media, sports, consuming what other people are doing. Audit that amount of time you're spending and then take a look at the amount of time you're spending expanding yourself. Audit that time so that you audit the time you spend really living your life. How much play time do you have? What do you do for play? People think about play being just for kids. Ah, bullshit. Plays for everyone. Plays for all of us. We have to play. So what is it? What's, what's the, what does that look like? What, some things that, that don't count that I, I don't want you to include in this audit. Most work doesn't count, particularly if we look at like the nine to five job. There, there's some other points where in times where maybe that would count, you know, but that's another topic. So let's just nix that for now from this particular effort and outside of our, our primary money making jobs and work. How much time do we spend playing? How much time do we spend expanding ourselves? And compare that to how much time we spend consuming other people's lives. TV, social media, sports, movies, all those things. Hell, you could you could lump in some storybooks, but I get that, you know, this storybook isn't necessarily as comparative to a TV show or something along those lines. But put it in there. Compare the two when you have the total, when you have the tally on on average, right? You don't have to be super hyper-specific, but compare the two. Look at that. Look at those numbers. How do those numbers make you feel? Like, sit with that for a moment. How do you feel about that number? How do you feel about the amount of time you're spending consuming other people's lives compared to the amount of time you spend living your life? Are you fucking excited about that ratio? Are you proud of that ratio? Do you have an initial aversion to it? Because at the end of the day, if you're not fucking stoked about it, you're off balance. And you're off balance in the way that you're, you're high in avoidance and distraction land. And at the end of the day, there's not a lot of fulfillment that's going to come from that avoidance and distraction land. So what do we do? Like there's a lack of sense of belonging there. We don't have that connection and relationship with ourselves. What are you going to do to create a shift towards a ratio that you can be more excited about? Remember, the, it's a choice. You choose to do those things with your time or you choose to do something else with your time. The responsibility of that is all on you, my friend. It is 100% your responsibility, what you do, what you choose to do with your time. What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with your time? What are you going to choose to do? Are you going to choose to avoid and distract? Or are you going to choose to do things that expand your mind, expand in your connection with yourself, expand your relationship with yourself? It might be scary at first. Why don't you want to do that? Ask yourself that question. Why do I want to avoid the relationship with myself? Well, you know, that we could go on for, for an hour about that. But at the end of the day, it's likely because there's something we're not quite proud of and 
So we got to make the we got to take responsibility and make the shifts and changes that we need to make. We need to turn the TV off. We need to remove and eliminate those avoidance and distractions from our lives so that the ratio is something that we can be fucking excited about. So at the end of the day, we need to be connected to ourselves to live our own lives and stop consuming other people's lives. What are you going to do today to create that shift towards a ratio that you're fucking excited about? A quick note about the Project Unchained podcast. I'm not a doctor nor a therapist. I'm just a driven guy who has seen firsthand what this healing journey can do for the quality of a person's life experiences. The ideas and concepts I share with you are a result of my own ongoing journey and that of my guests. I truly want you to live a more free and empowered life. This is my gift to you. Thanks for joining Project Unchained today. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast. And if the tools you've learned have helped you, please consider leaving a review so that this show ends up higher in search results. By doing that, you can help me help others get unchained. If you know someone who specifically would benefit from today's episode, please share it with them directly. If what I'm discussing on the show resonates with you and you'd like to chat, please do reach out. I respond to all messages. You can find me on Instagram at Ross.Lepola, and I'm on Facebook, Ross Lepola. My email is in the show notes. Lastly, I want to give a special thank you to my very talented cousin, Galen Lee, for the intro and outro music for this podcast. The song is Lost in the Woods from her 2018 album, Learning How to Stay. You can find Galen's albums on Bandcamp, Spotify, and ViolinScratches.com. Until next time, I hope you live your life a little more unchained. Give yourself away.